Hello, everyone. We are back after a brief hiatus, what feels like a much longer hiatus, but uh, we're back. Fans of Powers is back this week. Fans of Powers is back. Fans of Power is back this week. I'm Tyler Baker. Uh, with me, as always, is Mr. Nasty Nate Kennedy. Hello. <laughs> More sound and, effects, huh? Yeah, I figured. Well, you're over there having a nice uh, alcoholic beer. I figured I threw in like a, a good big belch or something like that for you. It looks like Joe's well on his way Joe, to Joe like, is the here center here. of the earth or something. But we're looking at his drywall right now, <laughs> or or someone that he's looking. It, at it, no, his, his his stuccoed ceiling. Yeah, he's like making a flashlight, like holding a flashlight to the ceiling. Hmm, looks like a boob. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Well, goes well, into things. He's got stuff, but yes, we're here. Uh, we're back tonight. Um, we apologize, but uh, last week with Easter, Game of Thrones, Nathan wasn't feeling up to it mentally. Joe was not feeling up to it physically. <laughs> and I it just felt like I needed a break anyway. So we had a multitude of reasons. And we yeah, the game of us could be watching while Game of Thrones was on, too. Yeah, so. I mean, with the holiday being around it's yeah it's just sort of a, a given that yeah we, we, we tried would... easter before nobody watched it so we just it just kind of feels like we don't need to like push ourselves when we're just gonna get you know one guy in the audience is falling asleep you know and uh we're just we'll come back fresh next week uh joe motto says in the chat that he's restarting his tablet i could hear you but you guys couldn't hear me i wonder if all he needed to do was just to hit the unmute thing on the, or put the, the headphones the in <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably uh <laughs> probably one of the things but uh, i guess before we get into it i'm gonna steal joe's thunder and let's welcome everyone that's in the chat room we got zentron jsp grim 2 adam gabbert zen brown uh i thought i saw someone else i'll see how joe does it that that's all we got we got some more in there looking at uh, lurking around so feel free to, to pop in and uh today's discussion is probably not going to be the most popular and we'll we'll dig into that and understand why i don't know if joe had anything set up before we went into the main topic uh well that's his loss <laughs> but well, uh i mean look we, we've covered new adventures many many times on this podcast but we you know um we we really like the the real reason behind it was to get like nathan's perspective on it and i always like championing the the mythology not the uh the cartoon so much anymore but uh you know we, we when we're doing this we realize most people probably they may not be interested in that episode but we like to cover everything multiple times i mean next week we may come back with a a character bio of person i'd like to do buzz off again or something like that but uh you know i, I i'm excited to talk about the first episode and the first mini comic and get nathan's thoughts on it and always trying to um encourage people all right, well, Joe's back. He's, uh, let's see if he's. Joe, I'm going to recommend there where the mic is, there's like a control thing. There might be a mute on that as well. <laughs> Everything just tumbles back over. Yeah, the camera pans over. There's like a, a, a gagged up hooker, like in the corner or something like that. You didn't see that. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, it just apologize for anyone listening to this, the audio version of this, or watching us. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just we're sort just, of mesmerized by Joe yeah, Motto. But when we feel like Joe's going to jump in any moment, we kind of slow down the the momentum here. 
I, I like I like how he's like trying to communicate that the, there's things and I just I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um he's added burritos. What what's the problem? Yeah, hey, Joe, I, I'm not sure, man. Is <laughs> oh, is he is he gonna? Yeah, and there 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 goes okay. Joe Amato again. All right, well, um. Well, Joe, well, I don't want to steal you thunder know, on that one either. Well, go ahead and do it. We're going to have to. We can't just keep sitting here. We need if we hey, we've been away. We need to make this somewhat entertaining. If people are not going to be too excited about new adventures, anyway. Well, so. Joe, Joe was going to bring up that uh, we we all checked out season two of a of, of a show that came out this week. Oh and yeah, he, and he was he was going to build it up and build it up, but we watched Cobra Kai. On that was our season two that we watched. Yeah, uh, we didn't watch, uh, you know, Shira. I know that Joe is planning on watching the seven episodes. So anytime, like, if he says that it sucked, uh, and he can he can have the knowledge of it. Well, one season of that was enough for me. And Hello? I, uh, uh, okay, I can hear you. Okay, I'm trying to do it on my laptop. What oh, is it? What is that your butt we're looking at? What is that? Just another, another <laughs> oh, God, now there's no picture. What in the hell is going on? Hold on a second. <laughs> Joe's ass is sitting on the camera. <laughs> oh, God, this is going to be horrible looking. I'm going, oh, God, look how grainy this is. Oh, sweet. Would Christ. you just talk already? All right. Well, can you guys <laughs> hear me? You're trying to hide or... your face, and yet you want you want your closer to look, you know, dignified. Like, Son of a bitch. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, it's, uh, we, we, can, we can all hear you, Joe. Oh, God damn. I don't know what happened. Just to let you guys know, when I first was trying to get on, I see Nathan. He turned green on me, and then all of a sudden it just went off. And that went off, and every time I could hear you guys, and I was clicking that damn thing on my thing. I don't know what happened. It just wasn't working on the tablet. Well, I'm did, here. Did, did, you, did you already break the tablet? No. Joe, I, you've, I, you've, I, had, you've had that thing maybe four months. It's, it's no brand way. new. How is it Joe always seems to just act like he's still dealing with an RCA home recorder? <laughs> Isn't it terrible? I don't know what's going on. It, the thing should work, but, um, well, um. Yeah, I don't know what what I missed. I apologize. Maybe, what is, maybe Joe pawned off what Nathan got him. He's still using his old setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. He, exactly. he pawned, but what did he pawn it off for? Or maybe you know he traded the king coupon for like a, an excellent deal on chitlins or something like that. <laughs> Just get a yeah. Back to the cracked one right here. That was all messed up. Um, no, it's it's. I don't know what happened. And I did you say hello to everybody in the chat room? Yep. I, yep, I, okay. I, I yeah, already need to go back down that road again. <laughs> okay. Already, well, I right. well, I we we should acknowledge. Uh, and I, uh, sorry if I botched this. Uh, Maharu the fox. That was someone else. Uh, and Motu fan uh, one just popped in as well. And uh, Joe, I, I kind of went about your bit, but if you want to do your bit again for everybody, no, 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 no. If you if you already did it, that's fine. I just uh. I was going to wish everybody a happy Masters of the Universe Day because that's what today is. It was decreed back in April 1987 by Tom Bradley. But, of course, that was basically in a way of promoting the power tour that was going around. But it kind of caught on, you know, caught on in fandom. So every April 28th, everybody has – it's like Masters of the Universe Day. So in case they didn't see it, it is. I usually post a picture in the morning, but I, I was just busy this morning doing other things. I <laughs> forgotten. Oh, God. Talk about just shitting everything up and messing it up right there. That's me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, we also uh, had talked about how uh, New Adventures is kind of an unpopular 
subject. But it seems like it, it start, people are starting to file on here now pretty well. Joe, uh, was there anything you wanted to oh, let me talk, see. talk about before we really dive yes. into... No oh, oh, yeah, before we get into that, like I said, first, happy Master of the Universe Day. Then I wanted to say season two of a show came out this week, and I got to say it was great. And in case you're wondering, that was Cobra Kai season two, not She-Ra. So in case they were expecting anything good like that, not going to happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah we, already, we, we, we already made that joke. Joe. You did? Well, goddamn, there went that thing. <laughs> damn, see what happens when I'm gone? But no, I did. we seen that, and it was great. Um, I did want to say for people that were going to do any of the pre-orderings on uh, those uh, vintage figures from yes. Super 7. Yeah, that, that ends uh, April 30th. Now, just to let you know. If you don't get a pre-order in, it's not meaning you're not going to get the figures, which are Buzz Off, Evil Seed, Evil Lynn, Transforming He-Man, Orko with that stupid shadow crap. And then Shadow Weaver is awesome, and Straddles. But it just means you'll get them before anybody else. So it's it's not like you're not going to get them. But just pre-ordering just guarantees you get them before they, you know, you can buy them in stores or just buy them from the website on the availability of that day. Then also they announced that Snake Mountain, the pre-orders are going to start on May 1st, and they're going to be open till May 31st. It's $600, and they're going to, yeah, they're going to have a six-month payment plan. But So for those who can afford it, awesome, but yeah, I can't do it. Uh, I mean, 100 bucks a month for six months, not as bad, but that that's still a tough sell. I mean, maybe they could have done something where... Uh, 50 bucks a month for the year just do a year payment maybe that, that could have been an option to throw out but that would take forever so that makes sense too um, yeah, well, i mean it's still having like you said a payment plan is good and you know for those who can't fork over 600 a month because there ain't no way i can do that and I, I can't even do 100 but it's nice for those who can do when, it well but, when is when is this supposed to ship out to people that's something I don't think that they determined yet. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, ob obviously it would have to be after the six months, right? It wouldn't be before. It's not like if you're still in the middle of the payment plan, they send it to you, you get it. You could just like find a way to get out of that. No, I would so assume, it's got, it would have to be after the six months. Yeah, I would assume after the six months. If I was to just do a guesstimate, maybe sometime in December for around Christmas or maybe even just after in January. I don't know if you've heard anything, Tyler, but I didn't hear a firm date. No, uh, I know he did a... Uh... He he sat down with uh, Val and them on Road School to talk about Snake Mountain and some of the other stuff. So he may have answered that specifically. But given most stuff that when you know we, we don't have like they don't operate like Mattel, like we have a pretty good idea of like when to start expecting stuff. Well, with them, they may tell us this, but you know since they're they're not Mattel, they have tend to have a few more difficulties getting things finalized and trying to make sure that. You know, something's not missing or, or wrong. So it just feels like it's I, I wouldn't expect Christmas. I'd expect sometime in, in uh, you know, 2020, you know, probably if we're talking six months to get it paid. Yeah, I, I would. I You'd be lucky to say early 2020. That's what I would say based on how big that thing is. Yeah. Do not expect it. By Christmas or anything like that, people. Yeah, because well, for those who are wondering the size on it, I mean, it is a monster. I, it, I think it's 36 inches high, 48, 48 inches wide, you know, when you open it. So it's going to be a monster, but I don't believe there's going to be any type of electronics that are going to be, like, you know how they were no. thinking of Bluetooth yeah. and other stuff? Yeah, that's not going to happen. If those who are wondering what's happening, you're, of course, you're going to get the, the movable jaw, the Narrow bridge, I think it says red hot lava falls, functioning trapdoor, real chains, shackled enemies, breakaway uh, wall, secret entrance, skeletor's table, and bone throne, horrifying dungeon creatures, and more. So we don't know what the and more is, but 
Yeah, I didn't hear anything about any type of electronics. So beyond even Bluetooth, I don't think they're going to add any batteries to, so you can do the evil voice and snake mount. I don't think that'll happen. No, you want to pay $800? Because I'm sure that's how much more it probably costs if you want all that stuff in there, too. And uh, the final version looks great, but I, I've already decided I'm, I'm – yeah, I could probably do it, but I don't know if I really want to commit to something like that. You know, it's – yeah, I, I often wonder, too, like I know – you know, not all He-Man fans that are into this stuff, given what it, I mean, or any anybody who's all around our age that collects, you know, stuff like this from statues to action figures to comic books, posters, whatever the thing. It's an expensive hobby, and uh, you know, with with the stuff for us, I mean, we got this pre-order for the vintage figures. You got the pre-order for the He-Man line. I mean, for the movie toys. Um, so it's like every every so often, there's been a bunch of pre-orders expected, like constantly here and. And now starting here in a few more days, you know, committing to $600, a $100 a month, that's another one. So I, and then it comes San Diego, whatever gets revealed then, pre-orders may open right up after. I mean, it just feels like there's this constant, you know, you know, maybe not everybody can do it. And it makes it very difficult to try to obtain everything when pre-orders are popping up left and right for a lot of stuff. There's a lot. Um and that's kind of how I feel about it to a certain extent, but uh, I don't know. It's it just feels like I I I'd much rather spend six hundred dollars on like new artwork from you know Kevin or Axel or Carson or something like that. I'll spend six hundred dollars, but I want it to have my face on it. If they time, can put my face time. on Snake Mountain, then I will spend well, six hundred dollars. I, I, I need to have like you know an actual legitimate four horseman sculpted figure of of hero come with Snake Mountain. Then you know what. <laughs> I will sign it for $100 a month. But Well, and but. Uh, we also haven't even really factored in, too, how much the thing's going to cost to ship. Ship? Yeah. yeah. International yeah, fans, I know, are really going to... Yeah, so that's another thing. I would... I mean, God. I mean, it, we're, it's like how much it costs to ship one figure from Super 7. Yeah, we're talking sure like people... $11. Like, I, I went in and bought uh, my prayer for Evil Seed and Shadow Weaver today. And it was fifty one dollars for two twenty one dollar two twenty dollar figures. So if it costs that much to ship two small figures, that Snake Mountain is. I mean, we're. I mean, I mean that's going to be. Think about that going internationally. That is probably it would probably be close to seven hundred dollars for Snake Mountain people. I mean, at that rate, not. I'd be better off spending that money and going after an attorney a playset. You know. Well, hey, you all, you already got part of it. I got in a complete place is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, oh hell, that point might be going for a minion box. Um at least in that direction. So it's great, but I yeah, I just my heart's really just not into trying to buy something that big. I have no place to put it, as I've said it before. This room is jam-packed. I can't even fit Castle Grace going here. So it dwarfs that. So I just you know I'm I'm really at a comfortable point where I don't have to obtain everything that's got the He-Man logo slapped on it or every toy that's released. I've passed up on, you know, the last two waves of filmation figures of Super 7's put out. I just don't feel the need to get everything now. So it's just picking and choosing what I can afford and what I really want. And um I'm sure whoever gets it's gonna have a blast getting it. I just Oh hell yeah. I mean if I had yeah. the money, I'd definitely order because it, it does. It looks absolutely amazing. I just can't afford it. But yes, for those who can, I mean it's gonna make for one hell of a display piece in their collection. But, but you really have got to have a place that can accommodate something like that. Because, look, something like that, you want to display it prominently. 
you know, you don't want it to be just kind of thrown in there and say, oh, look at this, but you can barely see it. You can't really utilize the display uh, features on and stuff like that. So uh, that's that's kind of one of those things I'm like, mm, nah, I'm, I'm all right. You know, I just I got no regrets with what I passed up already, and I don't think I'll have any regrets uh, passing up on Snake Mountain. But at least for the vintage figures, you said you ordered Shadow Weaver and Evil Seed, right? I came close to getting Buzz off just because I thought, like, when when Nate when Nathan got his uh, Filmation Hordak, for the most part, I have not been happy with the head sculpts they've done for these Filmation figures. I just don't think they look very good at all. I I'm surprised I you didn't get Buzz off. Buzz off looks pretty cool. I'm well, he looks well. That's because I was like money wise, like I ah. could afford it, but I just didn't want to spend so much at once. Okay. So I got Evil Seed and Shadow Weaver and Buzz off. You know, for many he's available still. I would like to go back and get him, just keep him in on card because I really like Filmation Buzz off. The head sculpt does look good. And plus, um, remember, you will be able to get him. It's this is something that you. Didn't that, have well, to see, and that was something I could not remember when I was. All I knew was April thirtieth, and I had him in my cart for a couple of weeks, and I just thought, yeah, mm, I, it'll I always don't know. be available for purchase, so you could still get him. You just won't get him, you know, earlier, but you could still. And get that's him fine. Anyway. I still want. Yeah. That's the only other one that I want is that buzz off. So. Yeah, um, I it will doesn't. get that then. Yeah, yeah. I think Evil Seed. Yeah, Evil Seed is the only one that I ordered just so I could get him early. The other ones I can get later. Well, see you, right? Then Harp Shadow Man. It's all about Shadow Man. She, she just looks like the classic <laughs> figure, just shrunk down a little bit. Same yeah. thing with Evil Seed, really. <laughs> but yeah, but I can I could just do without that transforming He Man does nothing for me. I can do without the Shadow Orko. It does nothing <laughs> for me. But yeah, it'll be basically Evil Seed Shadow Weaver, and then I would probably get Buzz off later. But. Uh. But you know, oh, and let me say real quickly because I didn't know if you mentioned Nathan, but we do have Pumpkin Pumpkin Lord VGC tags animation uh, reviews has joined us, so I didn't know if you acknowledged him or who we might have missed. But try to get in some people there because I missed everything at the beginning, like Oh yeah, no, they they all uh, they all just popped in, and uh, we've already got like a, another subscriber to the channel as oh, well. Cool. You guys are encroaching on two hundred subscribers, so almost there. Jesus, man, we're getting there. Like I said, it's, it's slow, slowly but surely. We'll see how it gets there. But, well, I don't know if you wanted to discuss, like I said, we're going to discuss a, a cartoon and a toy line or comic that, you know, was kind of a hard sell for some. Some people were, like me at the beginning, when I was young, I was just out from the start when I seen the toys. I was like, they do nothing for me. I didn't know about the cartoon until I was an adult. I had no clue that the New Adventures of He-Man had a cartoon. Well, Joe, Joe, at that point, you were already like chasing chicks and the, the apple tree behind the railroad <laughs> tracks and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 I know. Basically, yeah. no, but yeah, it was done. But no, it's weird that uh, we just, I never knew the cartoon. Like I said, I don't know if it was just particular channels, a particular time, if it was something on cable. I, either way, I didn't know about it. And it wasn't until years later when Here Comes the Internet that I found out they had a new Adventures of He-Man cartoon. I was like, all right, how am I going to see this now? Because there was no DVDs. I actually had somebody, I think it was the, the He-Man.org forums, was making tapes of them. He had all of them recorded. He's like, oh, I'll make a tape of something for you. And he sent it to me, and I remember watching it. It was kind of blurry, so I didn't really get a big, good impression. Then here came the DVD, and that still took a while. I've said it before. It's it's like Tyler said before. It's, it's kind of a hard sell. You know, it's a different way to look at He-Man, the whole atmosphere of the animation, the way they talk, the, the sound effects, the music, you know, because it's not Filmation. It's a completely different company. And it just felt different. So it took me at least five tries to kind of start kind of getting into it. And like I said, it's not that bad. Is it the best? No. Is it the worst? No. But it's it's hard sell. So that's the thing. Every time we think, hey, maybe we'll discuss new adventures in He-Man, we always wonder, 
God, is everybody in the chat room who's listening on iTunes and anything else going to think, God, I don't like that. It's like, I'd still say give it a shot. You might still hate it, but maybe you'd kind of like it. You know, it's like how we talk about, you know, Netflix she I still hate it. And, and like, you know, and again, you can't jump on me. Saying, oh, Let me ask you that, Joe. Between What's the that? two. Between the two. New Adventures of He-Man, I would watch that. At least there's something <laughs> at least palatable. At least the animation, it's some cool-ass animation. Is this is what I mean for people that think we can't move on from the past or we only like stuff from the past. I just said, I didn't even like New Adventures, and that was from the past. It's But this Shiro, the new Shiro, just the animation does nothing for me. It's just really piss-poor to me. Piss-poor animation, I just don't like it. And, of course, there's those that will say it's not made for you. You're damn right it's not. It's just... I, I'm not feeling it, but if I had the choice between those two cartoons, yeah, I'd go for New Adventures <laughs> of He-Man. Yeah, I mean, at least in New Adventures, no one goes to prom, right? Uh, I, I kind of took that from Grim 2 in, in the in the chat. It made me think, man, that, the, that prom episode almost did me in. I was like, I can't do this, but I got to watch it all because I told Joe I would. That's how that yeah. works, right? That's how the cult thing works. He, he probably just got wind of me. like He's like, no, he can do it, and like, and I'm like, I can do it. <laughs> like I said, there's things for everybody. If somebody likes it, that's great. But it just, I didn't enjoy it. New Adventures yeah. in He-Man, I still, I'm kind of, mm, about. You know, there's some things that are cool, but some are like, eh. But then when you look at the mini comic, which we're going to do discussing, like Tyler and I have done it before, but there's still stuff we can expand on. But we always wanted to get that other perspective, which would be Nathan, to compare the thoughts of the first episode of the New Adventures cartoon and the first mini comic, which... For me, I enjoy the mini comic a lot more than the cartoon. Nah, it's same here. Same here. Okay. All right, uh, well, Tyler, if you want to say something, then we'll shoot it to Nathan to get his little thoughts and comparisons. Go ahead, Tyler. Yeah, I, I just, um, you know, I really like the first episode a lot. Um, and that's the one I tend to go back and rewatch the most, um, aside from like the scientist bullshit. Um, oh, I, the scientist. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I, yeah, Jack Olesker needs to be, you know, <laughs> thrown into court for that. I hated seeing them again today. Just all four of them. I was like, oh my, I it hate just, these guys. It just oh. made, they serve no purpose. And and I, I, I mean, that's probably the worst thing about the show is the voice acting. You know, because yeah. I, I like the designs of, of Skeletor and He-Man, Flog and the Mutants, Hydron, Flipshot, K.O., Artilla, Tuscador, the list goes on and on. It strictly comes down to the voice acting. And feeling like you can have action sequences, but dumb them down as quickly as you can too. And um, the first episode, like I, I mean, it's it's got some good stuff in it, and I, I feel like that was Jack Olesker's, you know, kind of shining moment for for me. I've watched a bunch of episodes; some of them were quite, you know, pretty forgettable. But there's some interesting ideas. But uh, the first episode, I felt like because it's kind of trying to wrap up what you already know and much like the mini comics trying to tie everything together and get this new adventure going. Um, I, I felt like it, it, it gave it a lot of potential. Like you felt, okay, I like where this is going here. Like I, you know, not just because as a kid, like I'm watching this as an adult, like I don't, I'm not at that point where I would just watch this and just say, it's great because I, I knew it as a kid. Like I'm telling you guys now, like, no, the cartoon is not very good. And I've championed this property I mean, since I saw it in Hills for the first time when I was five. Um, but it's it's a great idea, and that's what I'm going to emphasize more on this, that anybody that has managed to make it this far into this episode, if you're new to this and you haven't listened to the, the, the episodes we've done on New Adventures already, um, you know, 
I'm trying to convince you that when you see this stuff, look at what's being shown to you. Don't ignore, you know, what the cartoon is giving you, but just look at the, the idea of the story, what He-Man and Skeletor are going through, uh, this new cast of heroes and villains. Um, I just felt like there's a, a lot. I mean, because I, I really thought it'd be, it'd be really cool to like tie in this whole story and, you know, kind of make it connected to pre-Eternia almost because, I went back feel like last week and when we were going to be doing this, I just for the hell of it just read all four of the New Adventures mini comics. Uh-huh. And just I had forgotten too that Skeletor gets his new look through bionic enhancements because he's taken a, a, a great beating from the, the power uh shock from He Man's power sword. Like it pretty much fried him. And I thought like that'd be really cool with all the mechanical and bionic attachments Skeletor has, like it's much like the dinosaurs in pre Eternia. I was like, it'd be kind of cool if you somehow tie those, like, the future and the past together and kind of link them a little bit. And I was like, I, that, that could probably work, possibly. But um, but not not in a techno-virus bullshit thing, but just something uh. that Skeletor would say, like, this makes me stronger, much more powerful. We, I, it'd be crazy. You know, I, I don't know. It's a story for another day. But um, I just feel like there's enough here that's got there's a lot of good here it's just executed poorly the mini comics are not bad at all um the artwork in the second one is is pretty crummy but uh the rest of them are by bruce tim and errol mccarthy to do a great job but um but nathan like when you're we'll start with the mini comic first because you you had the new adventures he-man figures which i have over here nathan was so kind to give them to me as a christmas present one year but nathan did have some of these figures as a kid and um Nathan, do you remember your first impression of this stuff, or were they given to you as a Christmas gift, birthday gift, or did you pick them out? Uh... Uh, the the story of how I got those figures, oddly enough, uh, I was in Hex, <laughs> and this was at the point when, you know, we're talking 1990, so I was about to turn six. Uh, my dad decided now was time to go ahead and start giving you an allowance. So at that point, I think it was like a dollar or $2 or whatever. So he gave me that money. We went to hex and I, I it was the, the two pack. It had he man and a uh, slush head. Slush head yeah. And I want to say it was like $5 or something. And I thought yeah, I had it was enough. Like, I would get one free kind of thing. Yeah. I thought, I thought I had enough cause I no concept of, of money really. <laughs> And uh, he was like, no, we, we don't have enough. I, and this was one of the few times I actually like genuinely got upset in the store, to which point he dragged me outside in the parking lot. And it was just like, look, listen, like you, you just don't have enough. Like we can come back next week. You'll, you'll have enough then kind of thing or the week after. And then you'll have enough. He taught me about like saving money. So that's the story behind that. But I don't really remember watching the cartoon oddly enough i remember seeing the figures in the store and wanting them because they looked cool to me and i was like oh yeah he-man but it's kind of the same way with joe like i saw the toys and i don't remember anything about the cartoon at all i don't think we got it in our area because that the only reason i got to watch it was uh they they sold a a a vhs like on card art of like from new adventures of he-man like he-man adventure video and he meant on the cover, and uh, I got that at Toys R Us around Christmas time, and uh, that was and it's it's an amalgam. It's like it's like three or four episodes spliced together with no actual break in the episodes. It just kind of 
immediately starts with this part of this episode, then goes to this part of this episode, then goes. It's just kind of like that's weird. It made. I mean, as a kid, I just like okay, just kind of went along with it, but but some of it didn't make any sense. But I just accepted it and and thought this is great. But uh, as an yeah, as an adult, like it's just it's a mess. And they just spliced a bunch of episodes together. And there is another tape. There's two tapes. And I think the other ones actually got the first episode in its entirety. Um, and that's the only way I got to watch it until DVD. I had no knew of nobody who had saw the cartoon. Because I, I don't think our area got it. Um, I yeah, truly that, well, that, so. that's, that's starting to make sense then. Because I don't recall seeing it. But I do remember going to the store. I was like, oh, cool. Like, new He-Man. And when, like, it, when you look at it, to me, back then, it was different for Joe, obviously. But when I saw those figures, I was like, oh, this looks cool. And, and I, I wanted to get them, but uh, you know, I, I'm curious, the people in the chat room, because I'd love to hear this, because you just heard all three of us say we never seen it on TV back then. So I'm curious if anybody in the chat room did, and if they did, you know, maybe the possible channels, locations, because I, I didn't know, was this a, a thing that was just on cable? Was it in the real early morning on basic TV? I have, I mean, I really, I have no clue about where this was on TV, but no, you know, when you were talking about, like, you know, the comparisons with, you know, the mini comic story and, of course, the cartoon story, th there's one thing that I thought I heard, and Tyler, I know you're great for having an ear for listening to little things. In the cartoon, unless I'm really hearing it wrong, I thought when He-Man, or excuse me, when Prince Adam turned into He-Man in front of King, King Randall and Queen Marlena, when he went up to them, I swore it looked like King Randor came up to he-Man at that time and said, I'm so proud of you, Dad. Yeah. I was like, but it was like King Randor called He-Man Dad? I seen his mouth move. Did I miss something there? No, he says, I'm so proud of you, Adam. Adam! Oh, thank God. Good. You got great ears. I was like, am I here? And I kept hitting it over and over. I was like, what the fuck am I not hearing? So, God, thank God you said Adam. It must have. Like, uh, uh, now, Joe, was this from like those blurry bootlegs that you were watching? <laughs> No, no, it was regular. I was like, I just had to, do, I had to get that in because I was like, I gotta make sure I know what the hell I was hearing there. But no, the the mini count, like I said, I, I just I like how it flowed better. You know, excuse me, better story wise, and it's what we were seeing when we were talking about the cartoon. It it did have a very great story, and there's a lot of great. The, each episode are good stories, but the execution when it comes to the voice talent, the music, the sound effects, it makes it come off flat. It's like Zen Brown said in the chat room. He brought up something which. I didn't know if he knew. It's Grimbot who did it. But Zen Brown said that he watched on uh, YouTube the cartoon, the New Adventures cartoon with filmation sound effects and music. And I know that's something Grimbot did. He yeah. added it. And you know what's funny? It made it better. It's like, wow. It, like, it felt like it had some atmosphere when you'd hear the action and sound effects. It worked. But it proves and it goes to show that as great as a story might be, it's nothing if it can't be executed with great, you know, voice acting and just that atmosphere. And that's where it fell flat. And it sucks because you wondered if it did have better voices and better sound effects and better music, could it been something people enjoyed more? Because it sure did have great animation. I mean, if you want to talk about comparing animation of that to the new Crapflix show of She-Ra, you could see a very big difference of animation. So yeah, at least the characters in the adventures. Like I'm not going to go on a smart off, smart ass tirade here, but they look like men and women. You know the the Shira stuff that everyone looks all chibi, and uh, of course everyone's 12 years old. Even the adults, they're all 12 years old. Nobody's an adult in that Shira cartoon. They're they're all children running around. 
Um, this is, uh, it's, you know, they, I mean, it's, they look like how they're supposed to. I mean, they, they look like, um, grownups, you know, and I feel like as, as a kid, I want to watch grownups fight and kick ass. I don't want to watch kids. Um, at least not in this, like I'm fine watching the Goonies or something. A little, I, I was going to say, we, we just, uh, talked about Cobra Kai and you were okay yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying like with this kind of property, like it's, and that's why the Shiver for me, I'm like, I, I it's, it's not, I'm gonna, well, that's, we, we all know that, but, uh, well, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with Joe on this watching the, the cartoon, you can see why it sort of faded pretty quick you know it it seems hollow filmation's gone so they're not behind it the animation does look great but it really does boil down to the voice acting everything just seemed flat like uh-huh. very lifeless almost like we're just going through the motions but uh the story itself it, it's a cool idea but when i was watching it and when it ended i often thought to myself i'm like this would be okay if it was called something else and not He-Man, you know? <laughs> I see what you mean. Quickly, I did want to say for Tags Animation Media to his son, Scott. How you doing, Scott? I hope you're enjoying the show, buddy. So he's watching with us. Um, well, all- let me ask. I was going to say, with Nathan, like, as, you, as you're watching this, though, like, you know, your impressions of He-Man and Skeletor, like, is there anything that, I, that you found, like, okay, or, like, you know what, I, this doesn't work for me at all, like, I can't buy I, this at all. Is- I do like the fact that there is a difference between Prince Adam and He-Man in regards to their look, you know, it, it, it makes it to where it's like, okay, well, yeah, he's definitely, he, they look the same, and we always have that argument with, like, Clark and Superman stuff, but it's nice that there was an actual distinguishable difference in their look, like, Prince Adam's wearing his hair down, like, here, it's tied in the back when he's He-Man. It, l- it looks different. Uh, Skeletor, I thought, honestly, I kind of liked how his character was. I just yeah. wasn't a fan of the voice. Like, it, it, if the voice would have had a little more to it, I think the lines that were delivered would have worked a lot better. Campbelling does a good job of playing the seriousness well, but they have him being hokey a lot, which sometimes yeah. it's okay, and other times you're like, dude, stop it already. So that's why I feel like there's certain moments in the first episode that I felt like, like at the end when he's talking to Flog, look, you teach me about this galaxy and I'll teach you how to defeat He-Man. Like he sounds kind of vicious and then he kind of stops and says, yeah, it's, you know, this is your show, Flog. And then he kind of turns and looks and you're like, Skeletor is really the one pulled. Like, I feel like that's the kind of Skeletor we needed throughout this, this entire show. And there are moments where he is quite malicious but it's not consistent enough and that, that's just the tone of what they were going for with the cartoon series yeah. i don't really blame yeah. that on campbell and who played skeletor yeah. but it, it looks- and it may be something too that that you know jack aleska was also instructed to insert a lot more humor or tone down anything because who knows who's calling the shots on this kind of but thing I, but they- i i didn't mind it i didn't mind like his sort of just sarcastic no take on it i, I thought it was fine it just needed some more it's like you said it worked better in the serious stuff but when it came to that it it didn't mesh as well yeah and it's help you know sorry well i genuinely like the look now there are times but it went the difference 
that's what I meant. It's it like in within the first five or six episodes, he had different changes to his face to the eyes. Yeah, they keep his changing eyes. his eyes to no, yeah. to no eyes to black eyes to a little red red. Yeah, because I was not eyes. a fan yeah. of those big googly eyes. I never was a fan of that. Once it started changing, like you said, red and then the little red dots, that looked a little more menacing. But just right from the get go, I was like, this just looks too comical and too corny. I'm just I'm not feeling. it. And that made the the people at Deke feel like we, we you know he you can't give convey emotion through his skull. You need to give him eyes. Which even when he becomes discs of Doom Skeletor and Battle Blade Skeletor, when he's got red eyes, that looks really good. Like to have red eyes inside of the shattered yeah. skull, that looks good visually. Yeah, just not but, the, um, the first those first eyes were a doozy. And when, know, yeah. If he, I think it would have, you know, plus his teeth having white teeth instead of making them all one color. It kind of look at times like Skeletor has like chipmunk teeth almost, you know. Yeah, with the difference of color, it almost made it look like his skull face was more skin than skull, which kind of, you know, it's funny is when we get into talking about the mini comic then, you even see his yellow skull, but yeah. looks like when it got burned, it looks like there's a skull underneath. Like, okay, was that yellow all along, at least from how they did it, like a skin, a light layer of it over the skull. And I blame the person who probably called it. Like, I, I, I'm sure Arrow was just trying to convey injury to Skeletor. It was cool seeing him do a mini-comic. I'll give you that, though, because it's yeah. like, we love his card back art and seeing him do a mini-comic. Like, that was great. But, no, I, I definitely, I enjoyed, it. when it comes to the mini-comic, not only just how it looked, the tone of it, but it's when you, Nathan, were earlier you were talking about Prince Adam and He-Man that you liked how they had a completely distinct, different look in the cartoon, which, yes, it's true. But I wasn't – I just – I wasn't a fan of the whole secret identity in the future because I was like, okay. When he was like, you know, but if Skeletor finds out, you know, that I'm He-Man, you know, when I'm Adam, I could be in trouble. And then, you know, Master Severian's like, well, you'll be my nephew, a merchant. You know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. What, what does that mean, though? When That's why I feel like I, I, I blame the fact that, you know, you're limited to what you're, you're trying to throw in all this stuff. And really, Ugh, Adam's yeah. look on Eternia looked a certain way. And then he comes to the future. Should have been transforms, and then it looks like what we we seen, you know, like yeah, the, the Hannibal exactly. Bear character. That's you know? you're right. That's what I mean. Yeah. If they were going to do a secret identity, Adam should look completely different from what Skeletor knows. Because don't you think when Skeletor looks, he's like, "Oh, that's Adam. How did you get here at the same time?" Wait a second. Let me put two and two together. Which, when it comes to the mini comic, I like it that there was no Prince Adam. He was just permanently He Man until whatever they would have to do, and then possibly, you know, if the story hypothetically kept going, and he could have went back to the past, then you would have Heenan and Adam again. But. Well, I, I think that's kind of a, a ballsy thing to do. Now, I, I think it works both ways, and that's why I want to emphasize that's a good idea. Like, that's, you know, addressing something. That way, you eliminate the whole secret identity thing and having Adam having to uh, keep Skeletor at bay in terms of, like, I don't, need him you know he man's here but there's no other signs to put two and two together that covers that up and that way for storytelling that eliminates the idea if you have to write up these scenarios that like how's prince i'm gonna get this and go change into he-man don't have to worry about that now but i also feel like becoming he-man and owning it and lady skeletor writing her to his face i've been he-man all along like that 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 shot of them looking at each other and as he's saying by the power of gray skull and skeletor says you like that's something I feel like, God, then that that should be carried over as part of the standard mythology that Skeletor knows at this point, which makes the struggle that much more intensified. And like that's Skeletor why I like is so much more yeah. eager to kick, kill this guy, kick his ass because he's a loot. I mean, like I, I could have done this 
so easy a long time ago if I'd have known this, you know. How great could that have been if that would have been the cartoon? That's I mean, I love the mini that, comic. Yeah, that's story. that's what uh also I I mean, I'm sure there were probably like some weird rights issues involved, but I enjoy the way how we have the looks of Skeletor and Adam that you've known this entire yeah. time. And we go through the transformation through here. That's why uh, that's what sets the mini comic ahead of the cartoon for me. And all of this is just having that familiarity and then going through it. And then you see the change. It, it, it doesn't seem as jarring, you know? Yeah, I, and that's that's why I feel like all this could work. And that yeah, people who have gripes with the cartoon, they're all legitimate. Like Nathan's thoughts on this, Joe, anybody else, you all have legitimate um, complaints and thoughts on. Like it's 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 hard to defend it. I just want to defend. Like let me ask Nathan about this. This is small potatoes to anybody else, but that scene when the mutants land and they all confront He Man, and you got karate, hoove, and slush head and flog all confronting him at the same time, and he knocks the weapons out of their hands. They all leap at him at the same time, and he knocks the hell out of all, all of them. I, I always got so excited to see that as a kid because I was interested in who these villains are and that Hema took them all on. Visually, they're so striking. Like, I know it's a brief moment, but did that... You, yeah, no, it, it, no, no, it, it's, it's cool seeing them because you and I have talked about this before. And mostly because uh, those figures are pretty cheap on eBay, but the, the, the villains in New Adventures look cool. Like I, I genuinely like the looks of the characters in this iteration. Like they, they all look still original. Yeah, the names might not be as great, but it, it's still. Uh, I don't know. Like it, it, it still captures that part of it. It's the, the show's so weird because it, it's like jarring, but it's also kind of familiar, but it's sort of yeah. not. And it, it is a lot to take in for me. Uh, but I do like the looks of those characters. How, how can you not? Like, why, why doesn't anybody? Because you guys have been around this on the forums and whatnot for so long now. What, what are the main gripes with the show? Is it the looks? Is it mostly the voice acting? Just the story part of it? Like, why it's kind do of people... a combination of all of that and even going with the whole future aspect? There's there's a lot to it. And some people didn't really embrace the new characters, but I'm with you and Tyler. Anytime there are new characters, I love seeing new characters. Like, wow, this is a whole new set of badasses or heroes. And you want to see what their powers are and what they could do. But when you're pretty much used to seeing He-Man and Skeletor, and some, you know, obviously those main two in a certain look, and the flow and feel is different, something's kind of lost with it. Now, you would you could say, okay, well, it's not like Filmation. You know, the cartoon is where He-Man started from, so why would you compare it to the cartoon? It's like, I'm not even really comparing to the cartoon either. I can compare it to the cartoon and then the previous mini-comics and figures. And, you know, those at least kept the same aesthetics where it went from the toys, mini-comics, into the cartoon to where they're still similar enough while there could be color changes or a change to the outfit. That's how He-Man and Skeletor basically always have looked. And here came this cartoon and, well, the mini-comics, but in toys, but the main characters look so different. So it was just kind of a shock to the system, you know, if you will, because you're used to that. But I'm sure if we were younger, and like if I was younger and I caught it from the beginning, maybe a cartoon, could I maybe have accepted? I don't know. But the toys, I just, right when I seen He-Man and Skeletor, I said, this isn't He-Man and Skeletor, they suck. So I never even gave the new characters a chance, unfortunately. I well, love all the new characters. Well, I mean, uh, when you think about it, the new adventure figures are a lot smaller, a lot slimmer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and it, it that would be a tough adjustment. Now, 
that they've done them in classics form. I love, I love the, the classics. I need to get some of the uh, other characters from new. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Cause those guys are pretty cheap on eBay and that's always nice to get some classics figures for, <laughs> you know, I don't have to give an arm and a leg or like firstborn or whatever to obtain. It is. And I, I just, you know, I really feel like two people are so quick to turn the nose period and not actually stop and look at this stuff. I mean, that's, here, I, I, I'm going to bring this up for or is, if, if anybody in the chat room is watching this right now and people who are watching this at some point, I'm going to play this real quick clip for whoever's like, I just want to show this real quick because I'm like, this is the part that I'm like, I'm, D Joe, did we do commentary for this before we did, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay. Well, for anybody who doesn't know, like, this is, this is what gets me excited about this episode. See, look at that. I mean, Not that sure. right there, like in just a few seconds, like that sold me on the seer, like that, that brief action sequence. And I wanted to know more about Hoof and Karate and Slushhead and Flog and seeing Hema just knocking the shit out of all of them, like boom, 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 boom. Like those, that's, that's what I want people to get from this. Like, no, not every episode is like that, but I, show, I just want to emphasize that there's potential here. There's fun stories that still could be told using these great looking characters. And, you know, that's why I was so glad that, you know, Joe and, and definitely Nathan have like come around and, and um, see that there's a lot of fun potential with these characters that uh, like they're visually striking. And when the horsemen work their magic, like they do every time with these characters and yet some people are still like, oh, I don't want this. Like, how do you argue what Tuscador looks like or what karate looks like? My personal favorite, like why wouldn't you want Hoove and Visar? I mean, optic, I mean, optic and slush head, like Nathan got slush head. You know, I just, um, it's hard for me to argue it. I don't look at it from a bias standpoint that I've always liked it. I just feel like, how do you not like a, a cybernetic guy with an eyeball for a head? You know, and that's what's yeah. great about the line, the classic line that I've always said from the beginning, too. They could take all these different, you know, from New Adventures, She-Ra, Masters of the Universe, and anything, bring it all together in one cohesive line to where they all fit aesthetic. Again, yeah. they fit together perfectly. Because, yeah, I, guaranteed... If the vintage New Adventure figures would have been in scale of Masters of the Universe, I would have bought them. I know I would have, but it was just—it was such a drastic yeah. difference. It's like it was, wow, they're smaller, they're skinnier. They get this, but they look. I got. I, I'm sorry. I thought those figures, and, and, and even as a kid, my first impression is that, like they were multi, like the legs were multi-jointed. Oh, they had man, more articulation with them. They even did. But, power sword with, with the neon green. I was just so mad. God, it was so cool. I was angry. I mean, I was angry when I was. Yeah, but we also got to think that Joe was 32 at the time. That old bastard. Stealing from the women he was interested in courting. You know, his priorities were not about trying to be all encompassing here. That's right. They're a little skewed. But no, I do remember when I went in the stores for the first time and I seen that goofy blue card back and that little look and said, he man. Goofy blue. That beautiful, like outer space blue. Oh, I hated it. Oh, did I? I can't. Well, I, well, let's. I'll I'll pose this question to you guys then, because this show and this line and everything came out a mere two and a half, three years after the original had. It, had it came ended. out eighty nine. 
88 was the official last year Andy product. Well, out, so they were so all right, even less time. Do you, I mean, obviously it was too soon to do that, right? That's if you would have done it differently, it's like, yeah, you could have had the same idea, but maybe wait a little longer. They were just maybe. trying a different take. They were trying to make sure they at least caught some of the nostalgia or at least the, the hype of P-Man before it was completely gone out of people's heads. Well, I, to me, it just... seems like it would make more sense to do that a little after the fact. Like, let that let that rest, you know? The popularity on that died, and, and why just immediately it's like, oh, well, hey, it's it's new. It's like... Well, that's it. You just said it. They just, I know, but it's yeah. that's that's way too quick. I think, but, uh, well, I think even today, like they constantly repackage Power Rangers, repackage Transformers, all these toy lines that have never gone away. The word juggernauts when they first came out. I mean, I've never followed Power Rangers after the first two seasons, but they got repack- frequent turtles. You're even turtles, turtles too. But but yeah. even but with turtles, they did take a break. Well, actually, not actually, I take that back because once the the vintage line was canceled, the next mutation came on not too long after that in the mid 90s so you know and i didn't like it because it looked terrible and the costumes looked awful and i just it, it didn't have that same uh mainly because it just looked campy and hokey um but i i you know some people they just insisted on you know and of course the toy line lasted for three years i mean we had three waves of toys so if it was a complete utter disaster after the first year i don't think we would have gotten two more waves of figures um but the cartoon, it's hard to say because back then that was we didn't have. Um, I mean, we had cable, but it was, you know, less likely for a show like this to be picked up by, every you know everywhere, you know, because I don't think it was. Uh, I, I just I think it's a story in itself as to why it wasn't shown. Um, you know, like it, like the uh, the Cartoon Express in USA, like I think that was all over the country. But they're playing cartoon syndication. They're really. Well, that's how me, me and Nathan watched the G.I. Joe cartoon that Deke did, who did the He-Man, the New Adventures of He-Man cartoon, was shown on the Cartoon Express. Maybe it's just an issue. Some people just feel like they just didn't pick it up. Not everybody chose to get it. Maybe they felt like we don't have it. We have enough programming. We don't need to record it. And it could have been show. a thing of like, hey, I I don't think this is going to work. Like, he, He-Man dwindled down. Why, why are you doing this? We're going to just go a different direction. We're going to show other stuff. It's, yeah. It's hard to say. It does it really get talked about because I know it, it got glossed over in the the documentary that came and out. That, that's that's something I, I that's and that's something too. I felt like that that's a story that the stuff that tends to be more tragic, which is the new adventures. That that's that's a bigger story to tell as to like why it was a failure. You know, even it's more interesting than the two thousand next line being a failure. We know why that was a failure, but with this, I felt like obviously it was jolting to people like Joe. And to a certain extent, Nathan, where it's not what you're what you're used to, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. And uh, you know, obviously, I didn't get to see all the figures. Like, I didn't see Karate on the shelf. I didn't see Hoove on the shelf. I just saw you know what few I came across. So I don't know if, if you know because obviously we know the story too that towards the end of the line they were you know shipping out tons of figures. They're not selling as much, so I'm sure the numbers were a little bit more reserved with this one. They're not going to be bombarding stores with end caps of, of new adventure figures of He-Man just got, you know, there probably were some vintage toys still available in 89 when this line came out in some places probably. Probably, yeah. But, um... I guess I could see that being confusing to the consumer. Like, you think about the grandparent that's going to go out. It's like, oh, well, my grandson loves He-Man, you know, 
and they go and there's like, well, there's this, but there's also this. I, yeah. Uh, hmm. There, there was a lot. There was a lot of that back back in our day. Yeah. Really, just a, a lot of. Well, here's some new stuff, especially with turtles. When that was dwindling down, you had all the variants and everything. I we talk about it all the time. I had that aunt and uncle that got me the the troll doll <laughs> turtles. <laughs> And, it, and all of my friends that were there at my party made fun of me for, and that was great. I, I need to go get that picture because there's me holding them up, and I'm just like, uh, my friends are behind me, just with big goofy grins on their faces. That was embarrassing. Anyway. I well, yeah, I, that, that's a very valid point, is that it may have confused some people. Like, it, it did confuse me. I was like, oh, He-Man, I'm sold. Well, it's well, it's like you look back to uh, when Super Nintendo came out, and parents were like, "Well, we already have a Nintendo. Like, what? What is this? Oh, but it's super." And as a kid, how are you supposed to like pass that off to your parents? Like, yeah, but this is new, and it's it's better, even though New Adventures probably. Uh, well, I don't think again, kids were well, saying par- that, but parents you know. too, they don't. You know, they they're never gonna think that way. You know, unless you you have a parent that gets, you know comic collecting and then into collectibles and stuff a, a, a standard parent is not going to grasp that concept like they just you go immediately to oh i'm just gonna throw it in the corner all right you got tons of that stuff at home and then they move on um i i really think it boils down to people just did not like the look you know mattel had a billion dollar property how do you how do you let it go like they did and not want to try and reintroduce it because I know Star Trek the next generation come on too so that was real popular as well and that concept of sending characters to space when you feel like you've run out of ideas it most of the time it never works you know I mean can you think of too many properties where they, even horror characters like Leprechaun and Jason overall hey man ever well received hey, I said overall I'm not hey, trying to joke about it no hey hey Jason X is fine what are you? What are you? What are you, you talking can't about? Even say that with a straight face, dude. You I bet can't. Joe can. Oh yeah, he has to hide his face so he can claim. He's Come on, Joe. Say J- Say Jason X was a fantastic film. <laughs> then you just hear a fart. Yeah, no, it's funny because, like you said, they always try something. They're like, "Hey, let's put things in space. That's a hot thing. It'll work." Didn't work for New Adventures, but you're right. They threw Jason in space. Didn't work. They threw Leprechaun in space. Didn't work. They threw Pinhead in space. It didn't work. Wait, like, wait, just... wait, wait. Hang on. Pinhead went to space. Yeah, to yeah, where the yeah. box was actually the ship turned into the box. Oh, I don't even oh, okay. I I kind of never with with the Hellraiser. Thank films. God, I, Michael I was Myers. Never... At least Michael Myers avoided that madness. Not yet. Hey, hey. There's still time, Joe. Please don't. But uh, no. Michael Myers just, in space. Well. I, that's why I feel like the, I mean, and I said this before in a previous episode, so I'll just repeat it, you know, for our you know consistent listeners and for new listeners. I mean, there's a ton of episodes in He-Man and Share where outer space is involved or acknowledged or used. So to have He-Man has outer space adventures, but is on new planets and fighting. I mean, what's the difference between He-Man going from Eternity to Ethereum? He's going to another planet and fighting. He's going to Primus and Nordor to fight, but also using Astrosub, Bolojet, the Starship Eternia to get to those places. I mean, I, I think of the Shadow of Skeletor, which is an outer space adventure, then going to uh, the Bright Moon and the Dark Moon. No, that you're is an right. outer space adventure. So that's yeah. why I feel like it's not I, far-fetched to think that this is like, this wouldn't make sense. This isn't He-Man. No, I, I mean, I agree. I know what you're saying, because you're right, there's times they went to space, different dimensions, but I think it's just basically a kind of a design and look that even I, within the... Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, it kind of had that futuristic, you know, techno vibe look that just 
some people want feeling, but you are correct. They have went into space. They went to other planets, but just to have a whole series revolving all around it, it's either some people would have loved it or hated it. Like, I guess maybe they were hoping that people that really love Star Wars, Star Trek, and things like that, maybe they'd be into the techie future stuff. But well, hell, they did it with GI Joe, where you know, because me and Nathan were still into GI Joe, like when they did the Star Brigade, and they're branching off and doing all these kind of faction groups, like they had, the, you know, the the Eco Wars, they had the the drug enforcement uh, characters like yeah, Headman and stuff. Yeah, but you're branching it, out and doing different. And the Star Brigade, which is all outer space GI Joe, you know. But even when you're saying that, I, I'm kind of sitting here. I'm like, yeah, maybe it is just it's too much. And I, yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't dispute. I'm just saying, like, it's they do try it as a like a we're trying to you know mix things up. And I re I genuinely feel like if you take the positives of this and the visual designs of of the, the the core factions of characters not all the characters like i mean you know um i think mar could be uh, mara when she actually gets her action outfit with the long hair and things, that's that's a cool look i like master sabrian you take all the positives here i think you still have a great story but also remind people of the mythology from the from the the the, the you know the the quintessential he-man and the master of the universe but have he-man go on this adventure meet these new characters skeletor comes along for the ride i i to me it still works i wouldn't change the sorceress i i know it's all done to let everyone know that was the old series this is the new series like i get that but i feel like if they decided like you know there's an interesting idea here we could still make this work in a comic book or a book like a you know a graphic novel or something i don't see them ever doing another cartoon of this but i just feel like there's a lot of great ideas here that have all spliced together that you guys and other people would find enjoyment in this and and just constantly you know i wouldn't say we have to bring in buzz off and mechanic in an episode just for nostalgia purposes no i i'm i'm content with he-man team up with ko and artilla and visar and nocturna and tuscador sagittar leave it at that you know, because I think it's an interesting idea alone that while He-Man is gone and Skeletor is gone, Eternia is up for grabs in terms of like who's going to defend Eternia. Like that, that makes it an intriguing story. And Joe and I've talked about that before. Let me ask Nathan about that. All right, just based on that alone, sending He-Man and Skeletor off with this, do you, and from your eyes, from as a casual fan, do you see okay, there's potential there, like for for a good story to be told? No, th there is. I could, you could even. Like if you were to do it in animated form, it would be kind of cool to see this new adventure that's going on, this this other fight and battle that he's having somewhere else, but also kind of coming back to Eternia and and showing like, well, it is up for grabs. Who's going to take the mantle? Who's going to step up? Well, you know, what's going to happen there? Yeah, that's that's a that's a good idea. Uh, it's it's I mean, new adventures in itself. When you really think about it, it's it's a good idea. Like you've said plenty of times, it just, for whatever reason, mostly just the, the voice acting and the anime, it just yeah. didn't work. Yeah. It just, it ultimately didn't work. And I, I, it, I, you've watched the entire thing. So I imagine that, and you said most of those episodes aren't great. I imagine it's a thing of like, well, they're, they're just kind of like throwing anything at the wall at this point and seeing what's going to stick. Yeah. They're just, you know, I, I, I mean, like I said, I'm all about all the design. It's just, you know, the stories are just not as compelling. You know, you don't have an episode like the Dragon's Gift or House of Shikoti disappearing dragons 
Uh, most of them are on, on that kind of level of like the games episode, which Joe and actually there is an episode about you know the games where the mutants have to fight with the Galactic Guardians as well too. So some ideas are kind of recycled, but for the most part, you know, there's not a um, and if there is, it's just not as compelling as it should be, and that's due to the voice acting just being substandard. You know, nothing that really draws you in because the actors are really trying to convey a very um, desperate situation you know it's not that gary chalk has a bad voice but sometimes his he-man comes off as a very flat-lined he-man you know john Irwin conveys a lot of sincerity and, and a lot of conviction and when he's it's troubled or this is an issue we need to address this kind of thing and the music doesn't do anything no, no, that, for no. Me. you said it, it there the it's music. just empty. Like yeah. it's, it's like it's not even there. No, it's like it and what is exist. there? It's yeah. What's there is nothing because you picture. Think of any Masters of the Universe episode when you watch Filmation, and like just picture right now when the sorcerers would be speaking to He Man about a horrible threat coming to eternity or something from another dimension, and you know the music that they hit that certain. Dun, 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 you know what I mean? And it's peaceful, but it's atmospheric and it sucks you in. You get chills from hearing it, especially when there's a battle too. You're drawn in, but like moments that could be emotional and powerful, it, it doesn't have that in New Adventures. The music is very flat. There's there's nothing that gives you a chill. And like you think of even the most iconic thing, when Prince Adam holds up that sword in Filmation, says by the power of Grayskull, it's like, holy shit. I mean, you're getting chills. You're getting goosebumps. And when a door turns into She-Ra, but when does it in New Adventures, He-Man's like, well, that was about as impactful as a pile of shit. There's and nothing. <laughs> And it's a shame because the animation is actually really well yeah, done. It's good. It is. Yeah. It, so I, I guess uh, my opinion on it is, uh, like Tyler said, to me, like the, the idea is good. You see in the mini, I feel like the mini comic sort of fleshed it out a little bit better and, and makes it more believable and uh, that it, it just does something else for me that I didn't get from the cartoon at all so a, a good idea just sort of too soon and just kind of bland to a degree the 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 concept in general or like the in the, the cartoon like uh, in the cartoon gotcha yeah the, the concept itself i think is pretty great you yeah. know if you, i don't now can know you, now can you guys like given all of this stuff you know, because we've gotten variants of He-Man and Skeletor over the years. You know, some are a little bit more like like Laser Light He-Man and Laser Power Skeletor, or Laser Light Skeletor and Laser Power He-Man. Excuse me, which are very very close. We've all kind of thought maybe this was a precursor to what they were yeah. going for in New Adventures, or that Nathan. I don't know if you have seen those, but Skeletor looks exactly like the New Adventure yeah. Skeletor, just with a different color scheme, uh, different Havoc staff. But the bionic parts are all there, and, and the head and everything. Yeah, the head, everything. Yeah. Um, and He Man is very similar to a, a New Adventure style He Man with even a neon green power sword. And most people have no issues with those figures. Like people just accept those as like the the hard, you know, hard as hell variants to is, get. Isn't it something? It's what I told you earlier. My God, the figures. Yeah, if they look like the He Man figures, you know, the ones we had before. I would have bought and ate them up, those new Adventures figures. If they had that look, I would have bought every single one of them. I think that's why I love Sagittar the most as for an action figure is because um, while he's still different, he's bigger. They gave him a little more muscle. I mean, hell, they even did that. I don't know if it was Battle Blade or Thunder Punch He-Man or, or what Battle. 
I don't know. I forgot the names of all three of those He-Man. There's there is a Thunder Punch He-Man. Wow. Then there's, there's a Battle Punch He-Man. Battle Punch. Maybe Battle Punch is the one that's a little more beefed up. But I really love Sagittar because yeah. he looks like he could have fit in with the Vintage Masters of the Universe line. So yeah, I, I hate that. You know, I I mean, again, I, I give them you know a lot of credit for trying to do a whole different, completely different design with every sculpt, every buff. It's quite different. They didn't just reuse the same stuff. They were all different. I was like, I applaud them for that. It just wasn't my cup of tea. But, you know, if they were the big, like masters, I would have got them. But, uh, no, I just wasn't feeling it. But I do respect it now. That's why I have some back there. I bought them. I was like, you know what? I can respect these things now. They're cool. I like that they put so yeah, much I mean, effort look, look, Joe, he's got Spinwit. He's got Tuscador back there. He's got Flipshot. He's got, um, uh, well, uh, it's kind of enough because I saw more earlier today there. But he's, he's got everybody up there. Um, he's got Flog. He's got Slushhead. Uh, all three Skeletor variants, all the He-Man variants. Yep, I even um, got the super rare. The reason I'm talking is just so my screen will go up big so you can kind of yeah. see it. But I even got the super rare Prince Adam, and, and he's up there. But, yeah, that's just one. That's actually one I made for myself. I made one for a customer. And uh, it's a make sure you put that on Facebook so you piss off some asshole that says, Joe, I went looking around my store the other day. I didn't see no new adventures. Prince Adam here. <laughs> yeah, if it ain't that or if it isn't my fake ads or Wonder Bread, it's this. So, yeah. No, but I enjoyed it. You know what? Nathan and I would just go along with it. Well, hell, I found one at my Walmart. I don't know what, why you guys can't find it. It just, <laughs> just unbelievable. It had, it, like, Photoshop Nathan holding it saying, I found one at <laughs> yeah. my local Walmart. Yeah. 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 Just make him <laughs> mad at me, too. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Oh, then I'll, I'll I'll embarrass him and call him out on the podcast for being morons, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean I I I mean the whole concept too, like of Starship Attorney and all this stuff. I mean some of it's kind of all over the place here. Um, in the cartoon, there is no like the power Grayskull goes into Starship Attorney or anything like that. I think it's a cool concept, and that Grayskull collapses and all that stuff. But I feel like that's an interesting idea. But I think Grayskull needs to be left intact. Starship Eternia is strictly named after He-Man's planet that should be created once He-Man has come to the future. They need a new battle station and ship to confront this evil. We need something like a Millennium Falcon kind of thing. You come up with a starship, call it Eternia as an homage to where He-Man come from. Like, there's so many things in here that would really work in a new series. I joke. Am I? Am I? No, no, I'm here. I got you. I just I was requesting Fate something. Black, in the Joe. I'm requesting something in the chat room. I'm here, but just hold on. I gotta get something. I, I'm going to pose this to the chat because I, I know that uh, Joe and Tyler probably won't really care as much, but uh, Primus, the entire time I'm just, I'm just thinking of the band. I'm not... Uh... Dick. <laughs> what is he doing? He's calling you a dick. Oh, he's dropping some shit. Is he talking to uh, like I... his, uh, his pet bird or something? <laughs> or the hooker he's got tied up in the corner over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always give me some shit. <laughs> Pretty bird. Yeah. Yeah, he's got like a headless bird. Joseph and just pets him like, you know. I just thought shit. he was quiet. I was so, yes. Yeah, I guess he's Joe trying to pull that off, trying to sell like a headless bird well, to some kid. Mo most of the chat, uh, it kind of firmly in the camp of I don't care much for new adventures. There are a couple people that have popped in. It's like, I, I like new adventures. Um, now, based on the people who said they don't care for it, based on the points that we're saying here, like, would you guys be interested in the concept just retold and, you know, refurnished, so to speak? Keep the designs of the mutants and the, and the Galactic Guardians. And I, I like the design of He-Man Skelter, but not be so quick to um, 
I, don't, I just feel like it's an idea that you know would work very well because I would want to bring mutants back to Eternia, team up with Skeletor because I, I just feel like taking them away and leaves the Horde, the Snake Men, and the heroic warriors with no like real powerful leader to to keep them and to carry them in a battle. That it makes for an interesting conversation. Well, here's what we do when the Master Universe film comes out in 2020 and it does really well, and they do a sequel, they can just revisit this entire thing. Can I say oh, yeah, that that's real right, quick? people? You got are you are you guys still mad at me? Or ones no. that were mad? Are they still mad because remember I said it ain't <sighs> coming in 2019? It'll be 2020. Oh no, Joe, it's coming in 2019. They said it this time. I was like, trust me, it's not now. Just to let you know. The movie is now pushed to 2020. But remember, it was pushed to 2019, 2018, 17, 16. We can go back 17 years. This has been pushed beyond the latest. Do you have That's... any actual conversations with these guys in your cult that, <laughs> that want to come out to you and say, well, no joke. It's coming out. But I've they do. Because, well, unfortunately, no, what, what's unfortunate, Tyler, and like I said, it's it's not anything against them, but some of the people who haven't been around in the Masters community for a while, when they're kind of just returning, they get excited, and I try to calm them down and say, hey, believe me, I want a movie to happen, but we've dealt through 17 years of this same song and dance. So trust me, don't get excited until there is an excuse me, official cast of characters where they're official, signed, you see them on set shooting, and it's in production. Then get excited, but when you keep hearing, this guy's playing He-Man. It's like, no, that guy that Noah Centino or whatever his name is was in talks, not even to play He-Man, but in talks to play Prince Adam, they said. But remember, in talks. But every time I say, just relax, it's not coming. Trust me. They say, no, well, you know is. what? Say, what you ought to do, Joe, is since you've been so successful at pissing people off with your fake ads, you need to come up with a fake movie announcement. <laughs> oh, I oh no. No. Yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. That, yeah, talk about one that would really get people pissed off at me. But no, like I said, I, again, I would love for a movie to happen, but I'm not getting excited more. So that's why I say, you can tag me in anything. I said, just don't tag me in the movie stuff because. I know it ain't happening. And believe me, when it does happen, I will know. Everybody will know. And we'll say, hey, it's finally happening. But Joe, let me just say well, I'll say this. You avoid trailers. Will you watch anything for it just to kind of get an idea of that what one? The... Yeah, I, I would have to. That's probably okay. the one thing I would have to watch. Yeah. So Joe, Joe, would break, Joe would break his rule for that. You yes. guys you guys, mark this down and remember this, that he will watch the trailer. Oh, I will oh, break. Yeah, yep, you had to get your Prince Adam that you made. Yep, so here's my Prince Adam. Like I said, and I've had this a, a, a while because I made some for customers and then this one I just wanted for myself. And I know it might not be visibly that good, but I had to create and do skin and have his toes and sandals. Got his little strapped up kind of, you know, bandages here. I did his hair where he has his little ponytails and sash. I made the sword the color like the cartoon. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I did. I was like, now that would have been a cool ass figure, too. So this was one I had fun making. So well, there, I'm, I'm glad you didn't slap a mad ball on his head. So this is pretty bad. <laughs> oh, you God. leave me alone. That was that was that was Joe doing. Don't, don't get me going again. <laughs> yeah, that was Joe doing customs before I knew it was a custom. I was like, that's how obsessed I was. See, isn't that crazy? I didn't want the new adventure figures, but I was so obsessed on He-Man figures that I was making my own as a kid. I was just popping stuff. Like, look at that! And then they, I, they, they've already said you need to post that on Facebook. So okay, I'll post a picture of that again. I mean, I did before, but I'll post some more pictures and I'll show the collage of another one I did for a customer. But um, no. So I mean, kind of to wrap it up. But before we do, if you guys have any questions now, pop them up here in the chat room because we'll answer any questions you have from cartoons, anything beyond He-Man, whatever you want. Anything. To ask, anything. You ask us questions. But I guess final thoughts. I enjoyed the origin and the story from the mini comic more in the cartoon. And then Tyler, your thoughts on what you like more, and then Nate. All right, Joe, give your thoughts. 
No, he just um, did. Many, many I know, but it's, it sounded like he was like, oh, I'm going to say, well, I like this, and then I'll, and then you go, oh, and then you go, and like, okay, Joe, you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, I like this property. Yes, the cartoon, yes, it's pretty abysmal, but I feel like there's so much potential here that, you know, a comic book or a, a, a bunch of like a mini comics, kind of like with this, or the original time we got four mini comics, I feel like, you know, Maybe someone who's got some real good writing potential really cares about this stuff. Could be hired by somebody to say, you know what? Where's the bucket? We can make this happen here. You know? But just, you know, I wouldn't have to force my face into it. I would write it, you know, sure. E-Man versus Skeletor with, you know. But, uh, yeah, a there's a lot of fun stuff to be had. And then telling the story of what happens when He-Man and Skeletor are gone. Like, that's another fascinating story to be told, too. So, a lot of good can come with this. That way... If we, if you know, God willing, someone says, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do a new comic series with some competent writers and artists who don't you know draw ugly shit." Um, we're gonna do a new adventures book to focus on He-Man Skeletor there, and then do a book on Eternia, which focuses on you know the ramifications of those guys being gone, the battle who's going to be controlling of Snake Mountain. And then once you decide that, the battle for you know trying well, to uh, well, let, let's talk about that real quick then, because I feel like you've thought about it a lot. With them being gone, what would you have happen on Eternia? Who do you think would kind of be like your your main lead baby face and, and your, your main heel? I think most people would probably send Man at Arms just because of his experience and things, but I, I would like someone like Clamp Champ or Fisto, preferably Clamp Champ, um, to step up and Maybe the sorceress gives him, you know, a, a battle axe or something, not a new power sword or something, but something that says, okay, until He-Man returns, we need a new champion here. So I will, I will give you a weapon or just she or someone or not even that. No one wants the responsibility. There's the drama there. Everyone knows the expectations of trying to live up to He-Man's boots. Who the hell is willing to like voluntarily do that? knowing full well that if they fail, it's all on them because they don't have someone as strong as He-Man to stop, you know, the evil wars or the snakemen of the Horde. Like, the combined effort should do it, but He-Man always helps turn the tide. So for someone to take responsibility for that, I think most people would say Man-at-Arms because of just who his character is, but I think someone like Fisto or Clamp Champ would be the logical choice. But I feel like it would be more fun to tell the story where there's that struggle. You know, everyone wants to do their part, but who really wants to step up and be the quintessential leader to hold He-Man's place until he returns, if he does? Because there's that idea, too. Maybe they think, what if he dies in the future? What if he never comes back? What if he decides to stay in the future? What do we do? We have, I mean, like, see, there's so many things you could do with that, just with the drama of, of like, how are we going to adapt to this stuff? Telling that story of just the heroic wars alone, that's a story in itself, let alone the invading armies of the Horde, the Snakemen, and the Wars, plus Negator and anybody else that decides, hey, He-Man's gone. You know, Grayskull's up for grabs. Like, the sources can only do so much. So, um, I personally, I would want to see Clamp Champ be the, the leader, but not necessarily become, like, you know, inheriting the power of Grayskull. Like, that's safe, restricted for He-Man. But and, I would like to see... Well, who would be your, your, your main villain, then? Um, evil ends too. I don't think most people would, would trust her so much because she's so quick to, you know, turn on everybody. I feel like they even need somebody that's, um, I say Triclops. I think Triclops that, you know, 
he has a different approach. Like it depends. Like if you're going by like the mini comet triclops, he has a little bit more honor and a little bit more calculating, a lot more smarter. Not so vengeful. Evelyn's very vengeful. She's very quick to think about herself, much like Skeletor. If these guys are willing to follow Skeletor, we're like, well, we follow him. We're not going to follow you. We need someone who's going to treat us a little bit more respect. I feel like Triclops probably could take up that mantle as Lord of Snake Mountain. Um, that's just kind of a spitball, but I think off the top of my head, yeah, Triclops. Joe, do you have any thoughts on this? I'm a horrible person to talk to when it comes to this kind of uh, story scenario. Reason being is, I told you, I, I hate the whole concept of time travel. Even Back to the Future, which I love. <laughs> we're not even discussing. Uh, we're not. Uh, well, God. this is what we're I mean. We're not doing the whole, like, if, if He-Man sits on a mosquito in the future, no, no, Cyclone's no. going to fall over and die. No, that's not what I mean. No. no, that's, no we're we're uh, not acknowledging that kind of Billy Jack bullshit right here. Right? No, because like you said, I, I know there's a thought of who can take over while he's gone. But I just picture if when he goes back, <laughs> why would he go back to like if like let's say he was in the future for two years, if he would go back to the past to Eternia, you think he'd be going two years in advance from when he was gone? He would go right back to when he was left, and it was like he was never gone. And then He Man would still be the defending. Eternia. Well, that would be the perfect way to retcon all of it when it yeah. didn't work out. Yeah. So or yeah, it didn't work out. But as fans, is that an interesting story? If He Man comes not... back and and it's you know. The horde have successfully taken over. No, I agree. The no, you're right. Killed you're or, right. Or no, like you're right. You can't get the stories from doing it the way I said. But that's why I just I, I no. It's and it's nothing about these stories and what you're saying. I just always hate thought of time travel and everything because I'm like, well, if you just do this, then nothing will happen. So I'm like a stickler when it comes to that stuff. It's it's like a pet peeve. I. I just hate time travel. I hate talking about it. I know it sounds weird, but I hate time travel. Well, I hate God, you, I... Joe. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Joe, God damn it, you ain't supposed to be the grumpy one this episode. But no, I can't. I just hate time travel. Oh, Jesus Christ, I do. But um, yeah, I just had to say that. Well, um, oh, hey, let me just say. Um, all, right, all about you, Nathan. Let's ask you that question. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know what? I, I think for in respect to the podcast, I don't think I should have an opinion on that. No, right you now. can have an opinion. I know, no, 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 no. I I respect you guys too much. I, I respect how you're opinion on everything. No, and I respect everybody that is is here in the chat. I'm not going to sit here and just throw out anything just because I because I'm not as well versed in it as anyone else here. In those DC comics they did years ago, believe me. They don't know anything. Throw, throw, you know, uh, Joe's Mad Ball at a at a dartboard and hit something that yeah, makes more sense than what they did. From oh, I, I, fun, I, just memory. for fun, just for from fun, all your buddy. thoughts, yeah, what you know of masters uh, and everything. Go ahead, shoot something. I'm in agreement with Tyler that I think what what would probably be chosen is Man at Arms because uh, just because of of how that usually goes in terms of who I would want in there. <sighs> I, I honestly, I really don't know. That's why I, I didn't. I just, I don't have anybody in the top of my brain that would do it. Uh, Clamp Champ, sure. I, that would probably be cool. And honestly, uh, it works out in the, the sense that everyone's so politically correct these days that having him at the forefront would probably be like a good step forward. They can be like, look what we did, you know? Uh, oh, that's what I would say. Don't, well, don't do it because I don't want Clamp Champ chosen as a leader just because for the the political agenda, saying because he's black. Like, no, because he's a kick ass character. Yeah, um, the bodyguard but, of King yeah, Randor with all his powers, his senses. I mean, hell, this is a guy that 
sense an arrow being shot at him by a, a ninja, and he's catching it like nothing, and he's got great reflexes, he has powers, he has abilities, and you're right, if they were to be enhanced even a touch from the power of Grayskull, how even more powerful and awesome could the guy be? So he's a great leader. You're right. When you yeah. look at the league, you would look at Man-at-Arms and you look at Clank Chan. So and it, I yeah. guess I, you could think, like, Shira could just come in and take over. There, I, I've heard that kind of thought out too, but then I felt like, you know, that's as if like the horde decides to give up on Ethereum. Like, you know what? We All right, well, well, let, well, let's do this then. If Shira doesn't do that, let's say the horde does decide to give up, and the horde's like, you know what? Attorney is up for grabs. Let's do that, and let's say Horde Act takes over as being like your 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 main lead heel well i still like to keep two you know shows it's like she with the horde and their struggles and then the masters universe on each well that's why i feel shows. like you know what i mean even though if the horde in the horde empire like it stretches god knows how long. or maybe have a thing where like the horde and the snake men are kind of fighting amongst themselves of like well hey attorney is wide open we can we can take this and they they fight amongst themselves have like a little offset thing there and they do have a history in the vintage line too of like you know, or maybe have it where they like they kind of try to get along for the main goal of well we can just have this entire thing for ourselves, but then they end up fighting amongst each other because that's how that always works. I don't yeah. know. Does that sound stupid? Well, now no, I'm getting. I mean, unfortunately, I'm getting mental images of what they would make Hordak look like in that guy from New Adventure style. It's like I'm pitching every. No, no, scary. you're missing the point here, Joe. Oh no, no, it's not the point. I mean. I'm actually visioning this. I know, I know the story, what you mean, but then no, I even take some a lame-ass custom here. That's what you're doing right now. No, like I said, you're I actually take it a step throw it out further. There so someone will, will fork over the cash to make no, it. No, no, really. I do. I take it a step further. Because, no, I know what you mean. You guys are just saying story-wise, which, yes, I understand. But then I always go that little extra step of, kind of, what would they look like if they were in the cartoon? Or that would be a hot mess. All these characters would be a hot mess. We got nobody. Jesus. Oh, it's we got to have this in. I, I, I'm I going to get bad mental pictures. <laughs> Hey, did you want me to get to some of the questions in the chat room? Because we got a sure, ton of them. Sure, yeah. Joe. Well first, there's a, well, first, there's a movie quote that, I mean, I know it's what we start off with, and I know That's that. That's not a question. Well, <laughs> he's like, no, you can't do it. Shape up, man. You're a slacker. You want to be a slacker for the rest of your life? That's too easy. That's strictly. That's uh, from Back to the Future. Okay. All right. Hmm. Um, From Adam. Hey, said, about that. Uh, Joe doesn't like time travel. Uh, no, that's the thing. Even Back to the Future, which I like, that pisses me off. But I don't want to get into that because even that annoys me. But um, Adam, See, now now you now we're gonna at some point have to do a Back to the Future Beyond Retro, so we can talk about this. Oh sweet Jesus, Adam Gabbard said, Joe, Tyler, Nathan, between one and ten, from one being the worst, ten being the excellent. How would you rate Filmation, He Man, Shira, New Adventures, Two Thousand X? Um, I, I give uh, uh well, New New Adventures, maybe a. Maybe a five, because I'm just kind of indifferent. It's it's not complete crap. It's not the best in the world. I just really go middle on that five. Um, She-Ra and He-Man for Filmation? Man, I almost want to say Is like... Is he talking about nine. the design or the interpretation? I'm, I'm just assuming maybe he means maybe like how we liked it personally. At least it's how I'd interpret it. But I give, I give them like nines each. I, I won't give solid tens, but I'll give nines. And uh, MYP He-Man... I give that I give it an eight. I really enjoyed that as well. I give that an eight. So yeah, five for new adventures, nine and nine for He-Man and She-Ra, and eight for MYP. Um, you know, ten and ten for He-Man and She-Ra from Filmation. Uh, no adventures. He-Man, I like I like the visual looks. I give it a seven. 
and uh, MYP, I, you know, it maintains that, um, you know, kind of original look of He-Man, just updated a little bit. So I, I give it about a seven and a half. Okay. Um, yeah. Nathan? I, I mean, I would mostly have to, I guess, pass on that. I would probably more agree with Tyler than, uh, Tyler scores than, than Joe. I don't think I would give – well, I take that back. I would uh, – let's say – let's give Filmation He-Man a nine. Let's give She-Ra an eight. NYP uh, seven. And New Adventures – uh, let's let's give that a let's say six or seven. I, I would okay. kind of put those in line because the, the animation's great. The animation's really really well done. I, I like how the villains look. It's just that voice acting, man. Like it, the voice acting in that is probably the weakest out of all of those. Yeah, no, absolutely agree. No, I mean, I well, I mean, all right, look, all right. Here, this is something I thought about today, like to kind of catch on what we we're just saying. You know, and people like still love these characters. Like when you see Spike or Tube and Inflammation, their portrayals are absolutely atrocious. The voices are god awful, but people still love those characters. Now, if you were to see Karate and KO and Visar and, uh, you know, uh, Sagittar's voices leaves a little to be desired. But if you give them a better voice and a, and a better depiction, you know, I feel like. They'd be a better sell. You need to enhance, uh, uh, give the package a little bit of a, a, a an uplift, an update, so to speak. And that's why I feel like the visual's fine, but you just need to see them doing something that says he's an ass kicker with a better voice. Yeah, because and it's you fine. look at Spike or too bad, Mossman Cyclone. Oh, bad, bad. Oh, true. You're right. Characters. Yeah, like Filmation, they weren't perfect on voices either. They had some doozies. It's just like I said, still the majority of voices I enjoyed more the sound effects, yeah. the atmosphere, the music. I mean, I like hell, but yeah. Like when Comet Cat showed up, I remember being so hyped because I was like, oh my God, it's a meteor and he's my favorite one. And what's he going to sound like? And he sounded like like Jerry Lewis or like a nerd. I was like, what did you do? What did you do to this gigantic, gigantic meteor? That's his voice. Damn, that pissed me off. <laughs> Joe is actually Charlton as a, you maniacs. <laughs> I hate God and I hate that. So if you guys remember Salt in the Hive from She-Ra, you want to see a couple of the meteors in there. There's a few dinosaurs and Comet Cat. Oh God! What a voice! I mean, you could it's say not a that very Com good episode too. No, I mean it's you could say Comet Cat is the last person that held Skeletor in his clutches because that was Skeletor's final appearance in the cartoon and was in the clutches of Comet Cat. But yippee, the voice sucked on him. But on Comet Cat, I guess. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, Sporma says, "Do you think uh, Super Seven will produce more Classics New Adventures figures?" God, I, I hope like so. They said not in the immediate future, though. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I would like to see. I just <sighs> don't see it happening. And the unfortunate thing is, when you look at a lot of the clearance figures, it's like what Nathan said a real earlier. New Adventures and a lot of the Shira figures, for whatever reason, weren't the biggest sellers. Not All right, I'm, it, I'm gonna take advantage of it tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not I'm, that I, I'll, I'll text Tyler and be like, "Look what I bought." And again, not because they suck. I mean, they look great and they fit in with the rest of them. It's just yeah. those seem like the ones that didn't sell as much. And I don't know if they factor any of that well, stuff well, in. Well, with this whole process now that you have to buy all four, there's no more picking and choosing. You have to sign up to get all four. Well, I'm like, well, they did Quake well, along with uh, uh, Fangor and Lodar and Hawk. It'd be a good way sliding more in because yeah. I really – I want a Visar and I want a Sagittar. I just want one big monstrous Sagittar. I think he'd be such an awesome, imposing, big figure. I, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think all of them because damn, I, I still to this day I carry a big flag for Kale. Like his voice is bad in the cartoon, but I love his design. I want Hoove. 
I, I you know I want Lizor, I want Visor and Nocturna. I want Artilla. Artilla is like uh, like a like Roboto almost. The guy can you know interchange his arms out and become with different weapons. Yeah. He's a cyborg with an eye patch. What the hell is not to like about that? You know, so yeah. it's just uh, uh, I mean, hell, we got Darius and all these other characters. Like, what? There's so many. Who would have thought we got that? You know, picture that. Who would have thought you would have got Darius? Most people are like who? You know, they didn't even know where it came from. You know, when the first seeing yeah. Darius. So. So that was pretty but cool. Yeah, I, I just feel like Super 7 to sit there and said there's no immediate plans. Well, if they're struggling already to get some people to acknowledge some of these other ways, wait, well, give us one figure. I'm not, I would never expect them to make all four figures new adventures. That's a pipe dream. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think just give us a, a, a KO or a Lizor or a Hoove or Sagittar, you know, it's like a, um, a pre order or something like that. So I, I just I wish uh, maybe maybe come San Diego we'll have one new adventures figure, preferably yeah. an original character, not a something like you know uh, like new adventures Shiro. What kind of bullshit that was? Yeah, <laughs> and that one, another one that just went for super cheap. But it would again would be cool for some more. I mean, I'd love to see more. Um, also, Sportman says, which classics new adventures figures do you want to see? I think we just said <laughs> yeah, that though. So we that. hit yeah we answered that within that. Um, Tags Media Animation said a second fan He-Man movie is coming soon. Oh, I yeah, I well, I didn't oh. know that. Tags, uh, I guess somebody's working on another fan movie for He-Man. I oh, didn't know great. that. I can't wait. <laughs> I, you know what? If you guys are out there making the fan movies, just hit Tyler up and have him play He-Man. Just humor him so we can all watch it and collectively laugh. Do you know what? I was gonna say Grim keeps doing <laughs> all right, something. Let me, all, right, uh, all right, let me. All right, I'm gonna run this by you here. You guys, you guys ask uh, Sharp. You know, you know, ask him. You know, ask him what? A ask him because I mean, look, the guy clearly feels like you know I look like Captain America too. So, oh my you god, know? and others say I look like he's gonna too, say so. that because you pay him to. Oh, no, no, no. It doesn't work that way here. It does. You're like, here's some cash. Make it this. Oh, no, okay. no. Yeah, when he oh, said sure. it, there was no money in exchange there, man. So I wish Kevin was in the chat to confirm this, because oh, I'm pretty man. sure he would deny it. Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh, really? Anyway. Well, all right. Well, Mr. Sharp, when you are listening to this, and I'm sure that you will at some point, we need you to confirm next week. You know, do it for the people and uh, shut these people up. Oh, you know? That's it. And next week, or not next week, but next month, we are going to be getting James. <laughs> James Etoff will be back on next month. All right. Because, yeah, because and he's going to have to talk about the uh, Masters of the Universe uh, or Masters of Space concept that Grim keeps bringing up because he says, by the way, fun fact, European new adventure names originate from Masters of Space material. And I think he was saying that he, James has some stuff about that. So if that's what you're saying, Grim, which I'll scroll down to make sure that is what you're saying. Yeah, we'll have to bring that up and see what kind of stuff that he has that he can divulge with us on another episode. But yeah, James did say he would like to come back in May, and you bet your ass we're gonna have. So. I got Axel to say he would come on, but I just it's a matter of like trying. He to better not say it. he needs a translator because he doesn't. No, he, nah, he said I owe you an appearance on the podcast because he's been you know putting putting us off for well since. I mean, I can going. understand why he's probably sick of looking at your face. Nonsense. All right. Um, Sportimus said, if Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain still existed in the future, would you want it to be the same or different? And if different, how so? Bigger, more technical, what? No, I mean, I... I it needs to be affected with a techno virus, you know? 
Uh, yeah, maybe Sport is just trying to pull a leg, but no, I just want Snake Mountain and Castle Grayskull to always look like they did. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't need to be upgraded. They're perfection, some, like, you know, yeah, nonsense or anything like that. Nah, yeah. left alone. Yeah, they are perfection. Let me keep scrolling down, um, because there was a lot going on. Um, let me see. Oh, hey, Dan Rice joined in. Thanks, Dan. I don't know when you joined because I, I think we're probably really way past when you made your comment, but. Thanks for joining in, and I hope Alex and Philip are enjoying the show. I didn't take any digs at all at Stratos, so I was pretty cool, so I didn't upset any of your children today. Yeah, um, yeah. Dan had popped in and said, uh, great point, Triclops or Jitsu, when we were talking about... Oh, is that a good guy? It shows, wow, we're... Um, that's what I'm trying to... Uh, I, I'm hearing police sirens. Is that on Joe's end of things? Are the police finally... Is the FBI finally on his Hold on, let me... I'm trying to bring down the mob, boss. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to listen. <laughs> It was real quick. It's already gone. Oh, well, I, I mean, just heard it, it for a second. Maybe <laughs> Joe's bought off the cops and parts and own too. You know, like probably Donamondo. Probably the, he's probably like, yeah, they're gonna go uh, find the guy that my guys probably took out. Bust like a, a grandpa down the road for raising pot because you know he he stiffed Joe on like a, a hamburger at McDonald's. Yeah, something. well, no, 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 no. Joe raised his rent and he didn't want to pay, so Joe had to. Get yeah, him. so they're gonna go break his legs and yeah. I'll go yeah. on like Ray Liotta and unlawful entry, just you know, get all psycho, put a gun to his head, and all that stuff. And... That's how it goes. That's how I got to do it. Um, uh, Fenmon <laughs> said, um, uh, yeah, Joe's getting his basement dungeon ready for James as we speak. Yeah, pretty much, I could do that. Um, Fenmon <laughs> also said that any of the other Wave One New Adventure heroes or villains for him that uh, he would like. Um, uh, also, Master Sebri and Drizzy. Uh, you know, Master Sebri probably would be a cool, unique character. Mm -hmm. I mean, that definitely would be a unique look. And Drizzy, but no scientists, no scientists at all. I no, that's universal. I, I don't. That that's there's some things that people can try and defend, but that's one thing. I you know, unless you're just trying to be an asshole, you, yeah, you, you can't defend that part of the of the cartoon. No. Yes, and oh, and tags I did earlier, but uh, he was wondering if we could all say hi to his son Scott. I, I did earlier, but hey, Scott. Guys can say, hey, Hello, Scott. Kidding. I hope uh, Joe's bad words don't get in, 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 in your brain. No, yeah, I, no. Tags has already said that his son's like uh, one and a half, I think. So. Oh, good. So but how great? What, how? I mean, it would be amusing to me if the kid just turned around and was just like. Oh no! no. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah whatever. What I would have said. No, I apologize. That's when I dropped some. You know, if, if Scott just like knocks over whatever's close and then curses, then we know that Joe did his job. <laughs> Could you imagine that the little kid's playing drops and he says one of the words that I dropped when, you know, I was back there dropping F-bombs like, hey, I learned that from Fans of Power. It's like, oh, great. Now we're and on it's, all, all the it's always Joe. Joe's all, it's like, hey guys, we, we should, with the language, and Tyler and I are like, alright, yeah, fine, sure. And five minutes in, he's knocking stuff over and he's, and he's like, trying, oh, trying to convey that he's a 4-H camp counselor to everybody else and he gets on here and just let the gloves draw off. <laughs> well, it really, it slipped. I mean, man, I hate dropping something. I was over there uh -huh. with the fellas. Yeah, slipped. but I, I keep it clean. I keep it clean, but so, so there, sure. we got everybody in the chat room. So, uh, before we wrap it up, Tyler, I don't know if you have any recommendations for any episodes of the cartoon or any mini comics you want to hit to people. Um, you know, I, I would, you know, recommend the, the four mini comics. It's, it's a fun little story. It's kind of a little all over the place at times, and it's kind of a, a simple story. But the, the, the designs of the characters are quite well. I mean, they're beautiful. Um, at least check out the first episode of New Adventures, you know. And if you're kind of intrigued, you know, most of the toys that you see, other than the variants, for most of them, um, make an appearance. So you do get to see all the characters in the toy line show up in the cartoon. They don't get shortchanged or anything like that. 
Um, but, um, you know, um, yeah, that, that'd be my recommendation this week. You know, I, I just look, look uh, seek out the toys themselves, like from classics in the original line, and just look at the designs of the characters. You know, that's what I want to sell you. I don't want to really try and tell you something that's not true. The designs of those toys, that's my recommendation. Go, go on Google, go on eBay, go to heman.org. Um, just look at the designs of the, of the mutants and the Galactic Guardians. And when I say we, Galactic Guardians, because yeah. that was the name of the faction, not Galactic Protectors due to that um, bullshit Chris Patton movie. No, but you're, um, you're right. When you have one in your hands for the first time, they, they are pretty damn cool. I mean, like, you look at one like, wow, I'd like to get another. And that's what spawned all that back there. I was like, these are pretty cool. Yeah, badass toys. Yeah, because, you know, when you're a kid, I mean, even though, yes, I know they all use the same book, I guess it was ingrained in my head with Masters of the Universe, all that same look. So when I seen something that vastly different, it just turned me off. But now as an adult, getting them and being a collector, I was like, this is pretty cool that they put that much effort into making so many different types of sculpting to each character. It just wasn't the same, you know, ran right in the road. Oh, no, so. I mean, everybody, I mean, like, everybody has, like, you know, like, K.O. has a very, like, specific head sculpt. Visar does, Nocturna does, Artilla's a completely new sculpt. I mean, they're all new sculpts. Like, all the villains, essentially no reused parts or anything like that. They're they're all very distinct. The, the vehicles, cool. I think, yeah, the, the vehicles are very cool to, like, the Terraclaw, the Bolo Jet, the Terrapod. I wish I had that Eternia, that Starship Eternia. Oh, That's a big yeah. Stuff. That would be and pretty the Nordor, cool. I do have the Nordor playset. I bought that oh, eBay, like real cheap years ago. Yeah. Does that have some kind of hologram effect or something? It has inside? like a projector for the, that has like that can project images like on the wall. To the oh, that's scale. Not... Or, or yeah. it has like a view screen that you can project on there. Damn. It has like images of like He Man fighting and stuff like that. So it's like Skeletor could talk to Flog about, hey, we got to stop him. You know, that kind of thing. So Dang. it's pretty cool. That, that's something. Yeah. I wish I'd get that. That is cool. Um, uh, well, one more thing too before we really wrap it up. Uh, Tags and seven, you missed something earlier, and I, and I, I, just, I, yeah, I just, yeah, I just found it as well. Tag said, "How do you guys feel about Mythic Legion's new PowerCon Trapjaw and Panthor?" Those are cool. They're cool They're looking. Cool. I don't, yeah, I don't own any of them, but I loved all their little, like you know, little homages to Masters Universe where they did these cool, like different paints and designs to. Yeah, they look awesome. Another things that I, if I had the money, I would love to collect it, but just don't. But yeah, those Mythic Legion figures do look really cool. Yeah, and uh, I, I bought one of them. I actually put on display with the Evil Warriors at one point, but uh, I since run out of room and had to kind of box them and put them away. Yeah. Hey, you'd, like I said, it's just like, <laughs> look what we do. Like I said, I have no wall space left. It's like, I can't do nothing unless I just want to smash all my figures together and some weird stagger. Or paint a big sob store and then a big, giant, big ass box shows up on Joe, Joe's doorstep in seven to eight months. Oh, no. Someone sent me a big gift because I told a sob story. I can't afford Sick Mountain. Oh, now I got to pretend I don't give a shit and be upset with them and open it up live on social media for people to see it and say, I really didn't want this, guys. You need to stop saying, oh, wow, look at this. It's and it, tur it, it turns out it's just a bunch of packages of those. Foam peanuts. No, those ball things that he was eating. Oh, yeah, those camel nuts. Yeah, those, those camel, cam balls. camel balls. Yeah, camel those nuts. They were camel balls. And Joe's good. sitting there eating it like Eddie Murphy eating apple pie or something like, hey, man, you know, just a mouth full of like camel nuts or whatever, camel balls. Camel balls. Yeah, camel balls. And he starts and, pelting his neighbors with camel balls. And Dan Rice did say, my boys have learned a few words watching you guys. So, yeah, that's probably well, mostly... put the finger at Joe because I, I get I. And my mouth's pretty clean there on this show. No, so. it, it's all like I said. It's only when I drop something. That's it. Just when I drop an item, I, I curse. I think I keep. It Tyler, clean. you just said ass and shit like two seconds ago. I'm not on trial here. <laughs> Look at that. He just spun it around. 
He's like, what are you talking about me? We're talking about Joe wrecking everything. Well, uh, oh, God. Hey, Joe demands all this attention. He's Mr. Popular on here because of everyone just like, oh, man, Joe said this. and Oh, if he said it, it's got to be real, man. So <laughs> oh. if people are clearly listening to him, they ain't listening to what I have. And so they just think I'm some angry grump. And to uh, whoever told Tyler that I needed to cut out with the liquor drinks because the ice was making too much noise and it was loud as fuck. I, that's why I went with the beer mug. Well, I didn't know if he didn't want, want me to mention his name because I figured it's like, I don't give a shit, you know, what he wants. And no, well, I was kind of ice, you know. No, 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 no. I was always kind of cautious of it too because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that is kind of noisy. So, uh, yeah, beer, beer tonight. All right. Well, Rex, you got your wish there, bud. There we go. All right. Well, well, that was a great episode. I did want to do what I always do, and that's I thank every one of you in the chat. I hope you enjoyed Which it. Which is like cuss and threaten things and knock. I won't stuff. do it no more. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I'm gonna be more. Look, kids enough. are already picking up their words, and they're you know, you know, it's kind of like the episode that says, "Ow, my freaking ears!" And you know, I expect that kind of language at Denny's, but not on this podcast. <laughs> well, I, I, well, the, the thing is too, we we try to keep it clean, but we are human. It's gonna yeah, happen. We, we're, we're it's I, that men. is it's the way that we are. It, it will slip more so, on Joe, more so on Joe's end. Well, yeah. to be to be honest, I'm not ever saying it in a negative way, like directly at you, of like, if you and this and that. No, it's like I drop something, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, or, or if I drop I, I'll that. do that, but Joe won't. You know? Yeah. But, you know, same, Joe, same. No one's listening to me. They're listening to Joe. That's why I, nice like, you know, I can get away with it. Cause yeah, no, be no nice. one's coming back and saying, Tyler, I heard what you said. I demand a public apology of $500. You know, they're not doing that. What would Joe, you know, Joe. I, you said poop too much on the podcast, and I really got put off by it. You know what's the funny? whole format here. It's so hard sometimes, like, when I get on a roll and I get really passionate, and I, I know I might just drop a curse word, you know, by accident, and then I try to catch myself, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, son of a gun. And then uh, I'll, it's like in my head, I'll keep saying it instead of dropping something else. Like, oh, that's kind of hard to do. We won't, yeah, but... uh, we won't repeat here. But when he's do, when he said that, Tyler, I'm thinking of that scene in uh, Slaughter High. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, anyway, yeah, I, you know, I can picture Joe like that. That would be. Joe's you know what? Like, we'll just yeah. say it anyway. There's the scene in Slaughter High where like uh, the this couple is you know having relations and she's like and a, and a beat up whole high school yeah she's like talk dirty to me he's like uh uh tip uh <laughs> screw and like, that that would be joe's love making yeah. that, that's what he would say oh yeah screw yeah <laughs> yeah we, yeah, we, we, we don't need to go down that road he leaves the mask on but he puts like a cigarette hole in the mask so it looked like you know right up yeah, there you know right up to the side oh jesus but uh well <laughs> for Anybody that's new <laughs> to this pay or into this channel, make sure you like this, our, our PG versus when well, Joe's making Whoopi, you know, you gotta... <laughs> Whoopi. Yeah, yeah, that's even PG. But yeah, make sure you like, <laughs> subscribe, ring that bell so you can always get notified anytime there's any new content. And until next time, have a powerful day. So, what's your style? My style? You can call it the art of fighting without fighting. The art of fighting without fighting? Show me some of it. God, you did a, a great uh, impersonation of that voice. I know it's something I should. Oh, yeah, it's definitely something Joe should know, but we all know he's a fake and phony. Nathan probably know this one, too. But Wait, is that, were you doing an Australian accent, or what was that accent? <laughs> <laughs> what was that accent? It was kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say Australian, yeah, yeah. Do it, do it, do it again. <laughs> 
It just came to me the other day. Like, I haven't watched this film in a while, but I just... I mean, because it sounded like something that... It felt like uh, oh, I, like I, Enter I, the I, Dragon, quoting, but I don't... All right, I'm quoting two people, so I had to say it fast, because Joe will cut me off and say, Oh, um, uh, 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 Titan A.E.? Or something like that, you know? Titan A.E., just... man. What yeah. about Osmosis Jones? Yeah, any of those like late nineties cartoons. All right, I'll say it again. Remember, it's two people talking here, okay? So, oh, two people, okay. Yes. So what's your style? My style? You can call it the art of fighting without fighting. Oh, uh, you did a pretty good Bruce Lee. Okay, okay. Yeah. Jo- it, Joe, I'm gonna your your mask is kinda gone up a little bit. You can't oh, see you can't see anything really, and but I can't it, it, anything. Did you Sorry. get it or not, Joe? Oh, you Sorry. just rubbed your hands together and Okay, yeah, good. no, it's all we could see was the bottom of your shin and the cotton oh, balls hanging okay. out. Okay, okay, Joe, it's fine. I'm <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. I'm oh, sure people will try so to weird. like. Uh, people try to figure it out. Uh, Joe, I'm glad you got the movie quote. My guess was going to be, uh, "It takes two with Steve Gutenberg and the Olsen twins. Let's see. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh hey, and look, and some people just popped in the chat room. Said, uh, Zen Brown said, uh, "JSP said, Enter the Dragon." Zen Brown said, "Dragon, the Bruce Lee story." He's like, and he said, "Wait, the wax dragon." He's like, "The wax dragon." No, don't, I don't, don't bring that up again. That's very sore subject for Tyler. We're not, we're not going down that road again. And Motu fan number one, yeah, thank you for popping in and saying, "Good job, guys." Another great episode, and we appreciate that. So there I like I got to hear one. Joe do an impression of what I just did. There, like Joe, can you do that? Uh, no, no, I'm not gonna uh, do it. <laughs> yeah, I, let's just face it. No, I, I'm not doing anything. I had to go cleanse myself and. Uh, like, why are you wrapping your face up like that? Joe, uh, you'll go back and watch it. It wasn't that bad. I really I didn't. Want, show I my wanted to okay. tell you that I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It was just like kind of up a little bit higher. That's it. No one saw anything. It was oh, just, okay. it was just kind of like, just kind of like right, right around here. There's like, nothing. Got, they can okay. see your cookie duster, but that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really got paranoid, but okay. Guys. Of course you did. See you next week. He runs through his wall, and there's like a, an outline of Joe's body, like through the wall. Yeah, just you know. I still haven't stopped the broadcast yet because I. Oh, I'm just like, oh, I'll like see you oh, next week. How yeah, can you make that line with the scarf too? Yeah, yeah, do, do you, you want to you want to take two on that, and then I'll go ahead and stop. No, you're good. That's it. See you next time. Okay.